Welcome to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a production of Maranatha High School in Pasadena, California. Join us each week as our host, Ms. Teresa Peterson and Dr. Joe Chai, recap some really cool stories that showcase the incredible student body here at the school. Let's listen in now. Well, why don't we get started? Um, hey, Teresa, we got a... Uh... Man, happy Friday to you. We got two more episodes before our Christmas break. Yes. Our well-deserved break. Um, I know uh, on your end, you got a couple of really cool college news, but in the spirit of uh, what we've sort of impromptuly planned. <laughs> Making up words here. <laughs> I'm already in vacation mode, clearly. Okay. I impromptuly no prepared. Uh, we have a guest in our studio today because yep. you and I, we heard some really, really neat news uh, two different pieces of news, mm-hmm. both concerning the same person. Coming so we from just, coming from two totally different right, sources. Right. So we just <laughs> thought, you know what? Let's just shut up and have this guy here. Yes. So I'd love it if you could introduce our guest for us today. Absolutely. So, listeners, we have in the room today Mr. Max Romero. Max, welcome to the studio. Hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're so welcome. What a okay. nice guy. I know. What a nice guy. Like That's he, so great. Listeners, he, we sprung this on him. He did not know. Like yeah. we, What I mean by that is we just didn't, we didn't give him any lead time to like put a yep. lot of thought into. This is really just authentic reaction that yeah. he's having right now. So Im- Impromptuly. Yeah, impromptuly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... Max, why don't you just first start by telling us just a little bit about yourself, like yeah. the grade you're in, like just some things you're interested in, that kind of stuff, so the listeners can kind of get an idea of who you are. Sure. So my name is Max Romero. I'm a junior here at Maranatha, and I am involved in a couple of organizations outside of school. So a couple of them that have just wrapped up, I served as a city ambassador for the city of Sierra Madre, where I worked with the Rose Parade Association over there in Sierra Madre. I got to ride on the float as part of that. I gave a couple speeches, kind of did a little bit of community engagement. And then now I'm involved with the Sierra Madre Public Transportation Subcommittee. So it's a committee comprised of mostly volunteers and city officials because we got our bus line and public transportation service pulled from the city. So it's kind of a group that's advocating for the restoration of at least one of our major bus lines and mm-hmm. then just making it so commuters can get to them from the city, people who want to just hang out and explore around can get to them from the city, just focusing on that mobility aspect. <laughs> At- Is your mind blown right yes. now? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you 16? Yes. I mean, I can't. First of all, what an articulate description of the things that he's yeah. been doing. Yeah. And second of all, like I'm I love Sierra Madre and I, all of a sudden when you were talking I was thinking, well, sure, like if somebody doesn't have oh, their own transportation to get up there, of course, you need some way that's a public offering right to be able to get up there how did you get involved in that piece in particular so that kind of started towards i guess the end of the previous school year so i had read an article in the local paper and it was talking about how sierra madre is essentially a stranded city we don't really have any access with Mm. in regards to public transportation and as a response to that article i wrote an opinion piece in the paper i gave a couple solutions kind of just addressing the problem and showing that we need to find a solution to fix it and then following that i gave a couple speeches at city council meetings where i guess that got the attention of the city manager who ended up creating this committee and inviting me to be a member to kind of get the ball rolling 
that is awesome on so many levels like he had me at reading the paper yeah yeah (laughs) i was like i'm all in i when you run for president i'm you absolutely have my vote max for sure um i wonder in this process this is a i think a pretty unique process when you say dr chai for a for a a, a unique opportunity for a a 16 year old to be in this context so what would you say? Can you think of something that in this process you're like, wow, that that is so surprising to me or something that you learned that you feel like I don't know in what other context at this age, at this time in my life where I would have learned that lesson? I guess it's more of a criticism, criticism about the system mm-hmm. going or looking at government from a broader picture. You see, oh, projects end up getting delayed by so many years or they end up always going over budget if it's something with the government involved and to kind of see the diplomacy of that play out in a committee like setting i kind of got to see oh it is going to take a lot longer than my original thoughts were Mm -hmm. on planning this out coordinating interagency wise talking with the governing bodies at play to try and get something worked out between everybody and would you say from the community standpoint do you feel like people agree and share your view on this particular position the bringing the transportation back to the city they're all like yes we need to do this or do you is where is the opposition i would say there are criticisms out there Mm -hmm. but Through my experiences of hosting booths, setting up little tables at community events like Halloween, for example, I've mainly received positive feedback. Mm -hmm. People write down their names on, I guess, advocacy type lists. Mm -hmm. People show on maps where they'd want to see a bus stop. So I'd say the community engagement is mostly positive. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you also see some of that pushback of, oh, Sierra Madre is a small town. Why don't we focus on maybe more of like a taxi-like system Mm -hmm. rather than implementing a full-service bus line? What a great experience. Yeah. And I'm seeing, okay, so so we heard about you, you know, being the resident youth politician in Sierra Madre. (laughs) We also heard that you were being recognized through your involvement in speech and debate. And before you explain what that is, I just want to make the observation, I see the skills at work. Oh, (laughs) Like so articulate, I can see how people in local government would hear someone in high school like you talking and say, we need to get this guy helping us out for sure. I totally see it. But you're involved in speech and debate. So tell us what's going on with speech and debate. Right. So I guess I started doing competitions and competing in speech and debate last year, where I ended up qualifying to go to the state tournament by placing third in local state qualifiers. So for for the South, Mm -hmm. that's great. I guess for the San Gabriel Valley, Los Angeles region, Mm -hmm. I guess just the area that Mm -hmm. we're in, we had our league had a state qualifiers tournament where if you placed within the top i believe it was top three maybe top four then you would go to the state tournament which was held later on the year in carlsbad where you would compete there against people from all over the state and you've done that the the second competition you've done the one in carlsbad Uh uh-huh and how did it go like what was the experience like it went well i mean it was definitely a unique experience Mm -hmm. something that i've never really experienced anything like. Mm -hmm. It was 
definitely a great experience. I will say that I ended up placing within the top 50. Mm -hmm. So for a one-on-one style of debate for the state of California, um, it was difficult. Mm -hmm. There were some good competition, some good competitors. The topic was definitely very hot, very in style right then. It was about the Supreme Court and adding justices to the Supreme Court, whether uh, we should expand it or not. Mm-hmm. So you kind of have to develop arguments on both sides, whether you think they should, whether you think they should not. You kind of have to put your personal opinion to the side mm-hmm. and fight for whichever side you're given and fight as if that's the only opinion that you believe in. So uh, let's pause for a second. Our listeners who maybe don't have any context for this, Judy, my mm-hmm. mom, uh, <laughs> specifically, um, how okay so the topic was the supreme court and you have to research both how long before you actually do the debate do you find out what position you have to defend in regards to the topic you have a couple months to prepare both cases but in regards to which side you're going to be competing in that round you'll usually compete in more than three rounds a tournament Mm -hmm. so you'll end up fighting both sides but right before you go into the round you know maybe five minutes at most what what i find really mesmerizing about all this is um yeah the the achievement is incredible Mm -hmm. um i mean both your work in in the city council but also all your speech and debate accolades but i i guess i'm just wondering because you're uh, we alluded to this you're you're a 16 year old teenager Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are incredibly conscientious. You are very involved in uh, in matters that you're passionate about. Many adults I know <laughs> don't have the wherewithal that you do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, I guess I'm just wondering, you know, what what's the genesis of Max Romero and and all of his you know myriad interests? Like, how did you get to the point where, yeah, you know, I'm going to read this newspaper article. I'm going to feel compelled to do something about it and and engage in a little civic activism like like how how do you, how did you get there right so we'll go back to my really early childhood where i kind of grew up both with my parents and i guess with my grandmother as well we would often just take the bus around and go to whether that was the farmers market or over here in old mm. town and just kind of spend some time going around exploring the city and then as i got older especially when i started coming here to high school mm-hmm. i started to take the train back to home from school and then that kind of just kept evolving and it got to the point where now every morning I take the train and the bus to get to school and then once (laughs) school is over I take it both to get back but because we don't have that bus access in Sierra Madre I leave the house close to five in the morning every day and I get home close to around six seven wow and okay so follow-up if in the best case scenario, if Sierra Madre got a bus line, how much time would it cut off of your commute? In the in the most ideal scenario, what kind of time could it cut off of your commute to have that? Probably a solid two hours. Wow. Okay, so this is personal for you. <laughs> and even uh, your you know speaking and communication skills and you know the capacity to write a really compelling letter. Uh, urging other people to adopt your perspective on something. Where did all that come from? You know, I'm not sure. I guess it kind of just developed when I started to do speech and debate. When I was in middle school, I also did um, 
it was called student council back at my middle school, yeah. PCS. Yeah. And I was the secretary there. I watched a lot of Law and Order growing up, too. <laughs> Excellent. So I guess just kind of seeing all of it play out through all of those things kind of developed my interest into, I guess, now looking to the future for college. I've been interested in maybe political science yeah. or law or maybe even urban planning and design. I'm constantly surprised by our students. I can honestly say that yesterday I had no idea that this type of thing was going on in Max's life. And now I just hold him in a totally different light. Like, yeah, I yeah. feel like I need to start calling him Mr. Romero. Like, just, you know, show respect for the position. Yeah. But even if we, you know, kind of had like the Cliff Notes version of, you know, what it is that you do, I mean, just getting to hear from you directly, uh, I mean, you speak with a lot of gravitas, first yep. and foremost, mm -hmm. but also it's clear that you care a great deal about what it is that you're involved with. And I, I think that was really, really cool to see. I'll, I'll echo what Ms. Peterson said. A lot of our students are really impressed with things. Mm -hmm. um, when the students are able to transcend just being able to do something and, and find really meaningful ways to apply it to not just their own life, uh, the lived experiences of, of other people, but also their future ambitions, like Max is doing. I think that's a really special thing. Mm -hmm. um, so th thanks for sharing all that with us. What an encouraging, encouraging story. I, I, I hope our listeners get a lot out of it. And for the listeners, we've told you time and time again, especially if you've listened to every episode, you've heard us say this a lot. This whole thing started because we would hear things and say, I never knew, or how did I not know mm -hmm. this was happening? And we wanted to centralize those types of stories. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We found out about this because one of our listeners, another student, a peer of Max's, Mark Lynn, sent us an email and said, this guy's <laughs> doing really cool stuff. You should talk about him. So shout out to Mark. Yeah, Mark. <laughs> For And Mark is so awesome and is like puts a smile yeah. on our face every Mark's time we see people. him. Uh, but he took to heart what we said and when something came across his mind he said you know what i'm gonna send them an email and lo and behold max gets to come hang out with us and <laughs> talk for a while so listeners remember that when you yeah, when you yeah. hear a story if it's your kid or if it's even you like i when students come and tell me oh i just wanted you to know i got to do this really cool thing i don't that doesn't feel awkward to me mm -hmm. it just feels like you know we want to be excited for you and support you so come and tell us what you're doing and we'll talk about it on here mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that's right so thanks mark and max definitely <laughs> thank thank you max yeah that was a real treat thanks max thank you all right Teresa. yes sir so last week we introduced a, a fun new game for our podcast mm -hmm. we thought it might be fun to you know as a way to boost engagement uh, book and some of our episodes with a trivia question. Mm -hmm. uh, you kick things off with a really awesome question, and we thought, you know what? There's no better person to tell us the answer to your question mm -hmm. than Nicole Camonte, who is in the studio with us right now. Hey, hey girl. Nicole. Hi, guys. Hey, Hi, before friends. we even share uh, what the answer is, Nicole, can you share uh, introduce yourself? Yes. Uh, I know everyone here knows you. Uh, we have some listeners who don't even go here or aren't even associated with us. I'd love for them to know who you are, a little bit about you, what makes you tick. 
Hi, everybody. So my name's Nicole Camonte, or Camonte. <laughs> I love the accent. <laughs> Camonte. And I am in advancement here at Maranatha, and I'm actually the event coordinator on campus. We translate that, like event coordinator is German for, I make everything pretty. <laughs> no. Everything that looks beautiful is no you're not you're not exaggerating no, like every every time i step into somewhere beautiful i'm like oh nicole did this huh mm-hmm. oh yeah. thank you Without guys i'm feeling the love in the room well, you should thank you <laughs> it's real you're not just the event coordinator though you are uh this is how I, one of the primary ways i know you're leela's mom i Layla's am mom. so i've had the pleasure of having um two of our older boys come through maranatha and we on our last leg here and so we have Layla, a freshman here on campus. She's the last of the caboose, and I couldn't imagine her anywhere else. Yep. Layla's a super sweet kid. Very spunky, but super sweet. She is very spunky and merciless on the soccer field. <laughs> Absolutely. She, she is definitely the product of a all-boy home. <laughs> totally. uh, I love it. <laughs> Not unlike so, myself. Teresa, I'm going to turn things over to you. Uh, why don't you uh, remind us, what mm-hmm. was the question last week? And then ask Nicole to share what she knows. Okay, so... We put up with the help of a bunch of parent volunteers and some staff and Nicole's direction. Um, Even her husband was here driving the, I call it the scissor lift, the giant (laughs) thing that gets you way high in the air. Um, Put up a really big tree in the student center and put a bunch of ornaments, adornments of all kinds, lights, bows, bulbs, all of that. It looks really beautiful, by the way. It's beautiful. Um, and the the question was, how many adornments are there actually on the tree? Mm-hmm. So, um, I what I know is the number that the person guessed that was closest to right. Mm. Um, but I think Nicole should give us like just start unpacking all the details about the tree. Okay, so this is not an easy thing to do. (laughs) Let me start off with that. With my idea, complicated things for you, sorry. So this is a 15 foot um, hill tree that we ask facilities to take out every year and they have to haul it out and get it all set up in the student center. And so we have to rent a forklift to get up there. It's just crazy. And then we have to have all of these huge ginormous bows and ornaments pulled out. And it really takes a team and about four hours to Mm. actually get Mm -hmm. all of this up and looking as beautiful as it does. Mm. Um, So we have parent volunteers come out. This year we had Matt Fernandez bring his, one of his classes out to help. So that was Mm -hmm. nice. We don't always have the students out there. So that was great. Um, And we had some staff and faculty come down and help out. And it's just, you know, we have Christmas music playing and it's just, I think it adds a feel on a different level to Mm -hmm. the student center the next day. It it does. So I think like staff and faculty walk in and our students walk in and it's just like, okay, it's Christmas. I'm feeling the Christmas spirit. I'm seeing the Christmas spirit on campus. And then they start really looking around and they start noticing offices are decorated and Mm. hallways are done by some of our kids. And I don't know, it just, it really just adds to that Christmas vibe on campus. It's a giant tree. It's got all these things on it. The guess I'm told that was closest to accurate was 2,640 adornments. That is correct. And it's kind of crazy how close to the actual amount of adornments are on that tree. Like, kind of weirded us out. (laughs) 
I'm not gonna lie. It did. It and then I think it's kind of great. I mean, when we would talk about our winner and who the actual winner is, I mean, that just, I think it just, it blew all our mind again in a matter of oh, like seconds. Man. So am I, am I okay to like announce the winner now? Say the right number. So okay. the guess that was closest was 2,640. And what's the right answer? Okay, well, before I do that, I'm gonna say, this Pause. is a 15 foot tree. It has 2,350 lights. It has 55 wow. giant bows. It has 147 huge, and I mean huge, ornaments. Yes. And so I'm gonna announce our grand total. And so that brings us to a grand total of 2,642 <laughs> adornments. <laughs> off by two. So off by two. That's incredible. <laughs> That's crazy. incredible, it's crazy. <laughs> And who was it who guessed only two off of the right number? And so the winner is our very own Judy. Oh my Shout God. Shout out to Judy. Judy nailed it. She got the right answer. And can I just say hi, Judy? This is Jean here yep, with you Teresa. Know, Mom, you, you would know her as Jean, so, but this is Nicole. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that is too funny to me. Okay, so the prize is one of Lorelai's famed breakfast burritos, and since Judy's <laughs> not in town to take advantage of that, I, I'll I'm happy to sub in oh, for her man. and get the burrito. That oh, how convenient funny. for you! Too. I know, right? Who doesn't love one of Lorelai's burritos? Ooh, and I, I just want to dispel any doubt. Like this was, there's no collusion here. No. She, for she, real, sent she us an email. She actually guessed it without with even that being number. without even being able to yeah. see the tree she in person. Know, she exactly, just, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I hadn't shared any of the information nope. with either you or That's Joe right. That's prior right. to yeah. walking into this room. Nope. And so, I think about five minutes before we started recording is when we kind of shared information <laughs> yeah. on both ends, and we were just <laughs> blown dropped. away. Like, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Judy, thanks for listening. Yep. Thanks, Nicole, for stopping in. Thanks um, for having me, you guys. Man, I, was what a, a little, I was intimidated, Joe, to come in here. <laughs> I was you know, like, what? That's, that's funny to me for many reasons. One, because Nicole's so confident. Yes. Um, but also, she's the one that helped me decorate this space. So you knew exactly what you're walking into. <laughs> I mean, but it's that's a, true. It's a different. It's a different level when it's like, oh, you're gonna be recorded live for a podcast. Yeah, yeah that's fair. That's gonna that's go fair. out there for the world. <laughs> but I just want to say, you two are my favorite part of my Saturday morning. Aww. I know I shared with T, but I love getting up in the morning on Saturday and making my cup of cafecito and getting my little bond ready and going out onto my porch and just. <laughs> hitting play on my phone and kind of decompressing from the week with you guys and just getting ready for the weekend. Oh, I just love it. I'm so sad when yeah. we're on vacation and I don't get an episode weekly. <laughs> hint, hint that we're going away for three oh, or four man. weeks. I'm a little bummed about that. But thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate uh, it. Coming. You're welcome anytime, my friend. Well, man, that was such a fun episode. I, I really loved having Max in our studio. What a great kid. Yes. Uh, I loved <laughs> discovering that Judy won uh, the <laughs> trivia contest. That was Classic. hilarious. Uh, thank you to Miss Camonte for joining us in the studio. Yes. Always real special to hang out with her. Mm -hmm. um, looking forward to next week's episode. More student stories to come, especially some of this great college news that Teresa's been holding on to. Definitely. But in the meantime, Teresa, my friend, why don't you close things up? That's a wrap. Thank you.
Thanks for joining us for the weekly wrap-up, a production of Maranatha High School. Maranatha is a Christ-centered, evangelical college preparatory school that celebrates the whole student by equipping hearts and minds to reflect God's glory through academics, as well as the arts, athletics, and service. For more information about Maranatha High School, contact us at info at mhs-hs.org or visit our website at maranathahighschool.com.